I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. The other half of your hosting team is Josh Applebaum out in Boston. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. We're feeling good out here in Beantown because the yes. Celtics got back in the series last night. And really, Pritch, this was kind of a uh, really showed me a lot. Remember, we were talking yesterday's show. You're going to learn a lot about the Celtics last night. Right. Obviously, they, they you know they have a disappointing game one performance. Then what we saw yesterday was that Marcus Smart injury. And Marcus Smart, you know, worth to the spread, maybe about a point. The Celtics got up to minus five at one at one point. Smart's out. They come back to minus four. But Pritch, the distinction to me is the fact that, you know, we had two examples of a kind of a trendy dog and really what we call a sharp dog here. Because if you look at Milwaukee, even with that smart injury, Celts opened four, stayed four. It was all movement in their favor. Again, there was buyback or just kind of a, an adjustment based on the injury to smart. But the Bucks were getting about two-thirds of bets. And remember we said, isn't that line fishy, Pritch? How do you not take Milwaukee and the points there after that game one win? Celtics, you know, hit uh, 23 pointers. So when they fall, Pritch, it's it's usually a good sign for you. As uh, Doc Rivers says, it's a make-miss league. So Celtics get back in the series. They're now minus 140. If you identified them around plus 120 going into last night, you're feeling good about that number. Then the other one was obviously the Warriors and the Grizzlies, Pritch. That was a situation where it was a sharp dog with the Grizzlies. You had about two-thirds of bets there on the Warriors, yet the Warriors kind of open around two, never really got up above that, even closed that minus one and a half at some shops. So the big distinction to me is favorites are killing it in this playoffs. They're covering around 60% of the time. But if I'm going to be on a favorite, I want a contrarian favorite like Boston. I want to bet against trendy dogs like the Bucks last night. I want to be on those gross hazmat dogs like John Morant coming up bigly last night for the Grizzlies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Grizzlies, I was on that play, uh, had two points right there with Memphis. And I think in about for both of those teams, whether your home team that way as a dog or home team as a favorite, uh, that you had to get back in the series so you can't let the series get away from you. Like if you're Boston, you can't go down 0-2 uh, against the defending champions. You can't do that and then have to uh, get back into the series uh, on the road in Milwaukee. So thought that effort would be there. I didn't bet it, uh, but Memphis showed me more, jo- uh, Josh, uh, in terms of not only jaw, uh, but just as a team collectively uh, with the, the right mindset to be able to deal with Golden State that way and get that W uh, at home and stay in this series. Uh, uh, they almost won game one, as we know, uh, but certainly took care of business here in game two against Golden State. 
Really took care of business here, Pritch. And again, that was an opportunity where I believe going into that game last night, Grizzlies were as high as like plus 250, plus mm-hmm. 275. Updated series price now, they're down to around plus 210. So right. really goes to show if you can anticipate, and again, it's very difficult to do. None of us have a crystal ball here. But if you kind of have a position going into a series and you feel like, hey, maybe not game one was a fluke, but just this, this should be competitive and we're getting a better number now. I always go back to Pritch. Remember when we did Team USA basketball where they mm-hmm. were a huge favorite to start? They had a couple really tough losses there early against teams they should have beaten you could have bought low on them in a better number so will the grizzlies win this series i don't know i'd you know obviously the odds makers are telling you warriors at minus 275 they're expected to advance here but from a game-to-game basis it was really that fishy number of being such a short spread and also the fact that after our show pitch some books got down two to one and a half so it was really all movement there toward the grizzlies so again grizzlies come through and i would just say pritch you know, both all of these numbers, uh, or at least recently yesterday, have been ticked up to the total, like they're mm-hmm. taking in some over money. And we're waiting for some regression to some overs. Both numbers got hit to the over yesterday. Both unders come through. It's unbelievable. If you just don't even think about it and bet these NBA playoff unders, they're now 37 and 18, 67%. Think of it this way, Pritch. If there's three NBA playoff games every night, the under is two and one every single night. It's unbelievable. It's, it really doesn't matter. The line goes up, goes down, percentages, really just these unders continue to come through. Uh, so to me, we're going to get regression at some point. But these unders continue to cash. It's really been incredible. So yeah, far. I don't know when though, because of how physical the, the games have been. Uh, on top of that, you know, you know, you have some key injuries too. But you know, on this series price with the Warriors and the Grizzlies, I, I mean, the Grizzlies they they could be up 2-0, and yet they're plus 210 here. Um, does that stand out to you? Are you tempted? I mean, and then the Celtics and the Bucks. I I have not determined uh, which team's going to have control of that series. I mean, it, it's that. Is that even to me? And that's why, I mean, I think it's represented right here in the series prices. Yeah, and I think one thing to keep an eye out for, Pritch, is we have kind of a, a long layoff until the next game here. Mm-hmm. So Celtics, Bucks, Grizzlies, Warriors, they're not going to play again until Saturday. So I think if you're you know, looking at Boston here, that's huge for you know sitting Marcus Smart yesterday, which it was quote-unquote a thigh contusion, Pritch. But if you listen around in Boston, Smart probably has multiple injuries. He had a stinger in his shoulder. He might have a knee issue here. But now you rest Smart. Now you have you know three days off until the next game. Celtics right now at minus 135. That's where I'd be looking in this one. And then with the Grizzlies Warriors, Pritch, right now with that line, you open Warriors around a six and a half point favorite, pretty much stayed six and a half. So uh, we'll see how this thing develops moving forward. But again, I think if you're getting on these series prices when a team gets down 0-1, it's almost like betting futures in the NFL, Pritch. Like if you like the Chiefs or the Packers, you know, or the Bills to win the Super Bowl, you bet them on their future after they lose a game because they're going to get a better number because it's been adjusted a little bit lower. Yeah, Memphis threw up 45 three-point shots, Josh, and they still won that game uh, against Golden State at home. Okay, let's bring in our guest, Adam Burke, uh, VSIN uh, newsletter writer, host of The Run Line as well. You can follow Adam Burke at Skating Tripods on Twitter. Adam, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. There's a lot of baseball going on today in the studio. I like ba- it. Yeah, what do you think about Clevenger today? Uh, no sleeves. It's got to be, what, about 40 degrees out there. Uh, he had a nice performance after the long layoff, Tommy John surgery against his former team. Uh, he has the lead right now, 3-1. to one. Yeah, nice 50-degree day in the month of May back home in <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, look, you know, the thing about Mike Clevenger, though, and I think this is a really important distinction. I know we're going to talk about live betting here, uh, I think, right after the break. But, you know, w- when you look at this situation here for the Padres, it's a doubleheader, mm-hmm. right? Clevenger's first start back had gotten to 67 pitches in his last rehab start. But they had him around 75 to 80 pitches in this game. He winds up going well over that, goes over 85 because it's the fifth inning and the manager's trying to get him a win against his former team because they're up three to one. These are live betting things that you can take a look at here because now all of a sudden the bullpen comes in with two guys on, albeit with two guys out. But these are live betting situations you can keep an eye on because Clevenger was overextended, walked a couple guys in the inning. Now we'll see if there's any carryover to his second start. But it's a live betting thing you can kind of watch for here as these pitchers start to get fatigued. Adam, it's great to see you. We always look forward to your Wednesday appearances. We can talk a lot of baseball here, but uh, I'll tee you up here. You wrote about in the, in the newsletter and for Points Hood Weekly, live betting opportunities. You kind of just touched on it right now. But in particular, you know, this kind of goes back to the World Series with Blake Snell and taking out these guys early. You know, the longer you get, you know, first, second, third uh, time through the order, typically it's an advantage to the hitters here. How can we use live betting and really uh, kind of the, uh, you know, the progression of the batting average going up the more times you see the same pitcher, how do we apply that and maybe cash some bets with that? Yeah. So even if you don't like something before a game, it's something you can take a look at because it's going to be a, an important factor. When you talk about live betting, 
It's called the times through the order penalty. So the first time through the order, pitchers tend to be really, really good, starting pitchers, that is, specifically. Second time through the order, they get a little bit worse. Third time through the order, that's when the bottom really falls out. And as you mentioned, you know, we see Kevin Cash and the Rays not be willing to overextend their pitchers through that fifth and sixth inning where they have to face the lineup for a third time. If you look at a pitcher before a game, you do your handicapping due diligence, and you see that he's good maybe the first and second time through the order but not the third – Maybe that's where when you get to the fifth inning, you play a live over or you look to fade that guy or something like that, especially look to fade that guy in that team if the bullpen's not very good. So you have to know the bullpens. You have to know the pitcher splits in terms of how they're going to do when they face these hitters for a second and a third time because hitters start to have the advantage, Mm -hmm. right? I just talked about it with Clevenger. You saw a pitcher get tired and you saw his control kind of evade him a little bit. Hitters get the advantage the deeper into the game these things go. The best of the best, they're good the third time through the order. The guys that are fringy starting pitchers, Mm -hmm. they're not. So those are situations you can really look to attack from a live betting standpoint. We're speaking with Adam Burke, a VSIN Daily Newsletter writer, host of the run line right here on VSIN, again, skating tripods uh, for Adam on Twitter. So on that note, I mean, umpire's been all over the place so far this year. Uh, It's been a challenge uh, for hitters and for pitchers. Uh, Mad Bump today is a great example. So any advantages or disadvantages that you can feel as a better, maybe you can exploit uh, with the fact that these umpires are having a rough outing so far in the season. Yeah, it has been rough to say the least. And and the the one today down in, in Miami with Madison Bumgarner was embarrassing. So Bumgarner was upset about a couple of close calls that he didn't get. Then you do the substance check between innings and, and the umpire, I think it's Dan Bellino is just like standing there, like feeling out his hand and staring at him. Not even looking at the hand, but just staring at him. He made up his mind. He was going to wait for Bumgarner to say something and get thrown out. That's exactly what happened. So it's a little bit of a power trip here for the umpires, and and that's something that's never really very good. But, look, this is a live betting angle you can look at, too. If you start watching a game, first couple of innings, how big is that zone? How far off the plate is the pitcher calling things? Is he calling a low strike for a guy that throws a sinker and lives down in the zone? Is he calling a high strike for a guy who throws high fastballs? Those are things you can use from a live betting standpoint to try and create some opportunities for sure. Adam, I know we're up against it here. Luckily, we got you on the next segment. Just real quick, we're a month through the season. Your biggest, you know, kind of winners and losers, early takeaways, teams that maybe have surprised you, teams that maybe are off to a slow start and could really, you know, catch fire here. Just real quick thoughts on your your best and worst team so far to start the year. So, I mean, look, I, I've obviously been very impressed with what the Yankees have done. I faded them yesterday, took Toronto in the article, uh, the Blue Jays. They fell on the wrong side of two bad calls. Speaking of umpiring, they lost their challenge, then had another one they could have challenged that was absolutely an out, didn't have a challenge. Runner winds up scoring. The bottom falls out from there. The Yankees have been off to a really nice start. Yes, they've played some fairly weak competition, but you, know, you have to beat those teams too. Been very impressed with Toronto. I know they're only 15 and 10, but if you look at their numbers with men in scoring position, and I wrote about this in Point Spread Weekly this week in a column called The Regression Report, which Ben Wilson and I will do a segment on on the run line, Toronto's been awful with men in scoring position, and they're still 15 and 10 because their pitching has been so good. So I've been very impressed with them as well. And maybe after the break, we'll get to some of the teams I'm not so impressed with. All right. Yeah, look forward to that for sure. Hey, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. We continue the MLB discussion with Adam Burke in studio. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Kentucky Derby is Saturday, and right now, VSIN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre order your copy now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash derby guide. That's vsin.com slash derby guide. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, presented by Betham Jim, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, Adam Burke uh, in studio with us. He's a VSEN daily newsletter writer, host of uh, VSEN's Run Line with Ben Wilson. You can catch that right here on the network. So, following up on what you were talking about before the break, uh, biggest success, biggest uh, failure. I mean, Cincinnati's right there, right? But uh, just just expand on that conversation a little bit, because I also want to get back to what you mentioned about in-game, because it's very appropriate what's going on right now in the Guardians-Padres uh, uh, matchup. Yeah, so uh, the Reds are on pace for 21 wins this year. I, I, I feel like they probably get a little bit better than that. I mean, the lowest number of wins in a 162-game season is 43 by the 2003 Detroit Tigers. They may threaten that record, but they certainly <laughs> won't finish that far below it. Uh, as far as, you know, some teams have been disappointing here a little bit to me. Atlanta. I, I don't know what's wrong with the Atlanta Braves. And I know Charlie Morton's starting to show some signs of age. That's been a bit of a problem. They've been without Acuna Jr. for the first month of the season. But he's back now, and the offense still really hasn't picked it up, still hasn't really figured it out. Although, as I say that, they're going to have a basis-clearing double here from Adam Duvall. But you know, the Braves are too good to be playing this poorly or this inconsistently. So I do still think that they're a team that will kind of figure some things out here a little bit uh, as we go forward. But a team I've been kind of disappointed with is the Boston Red Sox. Mm. You know, I mean, no offense, Josh, but their <laughs> offense has been awful. I mean, it's been nowhere to be found. And in fact, I did take the under in tonight's game between the Angels and the Red Sox. Under seven runs per game scored in the eight games here so far at Fenway Park, which is remarkable. Fenway Park plays like Coors Field of the East. So that gives you an indication of just how bad the offensive environment is right now for Major League Baseball. But the pitching has been good for Boston, but I can't figure out why this offense has been as bad as it has. Adam, I'm right there with you. I take zero offense. Don't worry about that at all. I don't really get the. I like Trevor Story as a player, but you give a lot of money to Trevor Story when your needs were, you know, really first base. Why not take a shot on Freddie Freeman? So to me, there's just kind of had a weird off season where everyone got better. They didn't really do much. But I would say looking at the under today, Adam, I agree with you. You know, uh, it's kind of a dreary day in Boston. It's a little bit rainy. It's a little bit colder. The wind is blowing in at Fenway Park. We have seen the total fall nine down eight and a half. If you like the eight and a half under, you may want to get it now. It's juiced up like it may fall to eight. 
But Adam, I know you're leaning under here, but any lean maybe on the side because I'm looking at the Red Sox tonight. To me, it's a fishy uh, type situation where, you know, Boston has a losing record. L.A. is probably outperformed. I know Pritch has been, you know, waiting years and years for this team to actually have an above 500 record. Well, they're 15 and 10 now, but maybe is this time to bet against them? Detmers against Whitlock is a big advantage for Boston, I believe. Uh, Whitlock is a guy that a lot of people around here are excited about. A young pitcher that got in the Rule 5 draft with the Yankees. Got a 0.54 ERA. The Red Sox open, Adam, around minus 120. They've been steamed up around minus 130. Uh, any reason to like the Red Sox on the money line, or maybe just are you sticking with that under today? Yeah, I mean, I could see a point about liking Boston. I mean, look, this Boston lineup profiles like it should hit lefties well, but it hasn't. They've been 26% below league average against lefties on offense so far this season. Garrett Whitlock is a guy that dominates right-handed bats. The Angels have a lot of them in the lineup. Most of their key hitters outside of Otani are right-handed batters, and that's something that Garrett Whitlock fares very, very well against. I think, you know, the minus 130 price is a little bit high for me right now just because of that Boston offense, because I also have a low scoring expectation in the game, taking that under eight and a half. So a lot of different factors come into play in terms of the side, but I do like that under here and, and also to the Angels bullpen. And again, I, I play, I bet a lot of full games because I handicapped the bullpens. Angels bullpen, Rysel Iglesias, Aaron Loop, Ryan Tapera, all with multiple days off prior to today. They haven't had to be used, so those are fresh relievers here coming into the game, and those are that's something I think it will probably help the Angels if this game is close or if they have the lead. Earlier we asked you a question about uh, endgame situations. Endgame situation, Clevenger, the manager, kept him in. He was tired, uh, way over his pitch count probably, uh, and they're trying to get the victory, right? So now mm -hmm. it's tied up. Uh, we'll see how the game ends here, but they got another game. And so uh, whether it's an in-game approach here against Cleveland and, and San Diego, or do you look for a different approach with the uh, next game, on uh, game two? Well, in watching this play out, I'm really upset that Terry Francona brought Zach Plesak back out mm -hmm. because your offense just got you back into the game, just tied it up at 3-3. Plesak has not pitched well throughout the course of this season, didn't pitch overly well last year either, brings him back out here trying to steal some outs because they know that they have a second game here today, and now you've got two on with nobody out. So a full paw from Terry Francona here as well. Right. So neither one of these guys managing this game well in the middle innings, and I know that the doubleheader factor comes into play, but now Plesak puts two guys on, and then you pull him. So now you bring a reliever into a bad, very bad situation. It just it doesn't register for me. It doesn't make sense. And these are things that even if they aren't actionable for me today, I file them away. And I remember, you know, hey, the Padres, Bob Melvin's going to try and push his starters to get them, you know, that win because you have to go five innings. I know that Terry Francona does this all the time, and it's infuriated me for as long as he's been the manager. He refuses to bring relievers into clean innings, and I know that. So the fact that police stack was coming back out, he's probably going to let somebody reach. Now they have to go to the bullpen in a higher leverage situation. That's something that would make me bet against Cleveland in the future. If I see something similar pop up. Adam, I think you're spot on. And one thing I always look for is, you know, when game one is being played right now, a lot of times that game two line is out there for betters to look at. So you might some see some movement on the next game, even though it hasn't obviously started yet to, to that point, you know, Gore against Quantrill. We've seen a little movement uh, right off the bat for game two for San Diego. They open like minus 125. They're up to around minus 135. So, you know, we'll see how this thing goes, who's rested, who's not. But one thing from yesterday, you saw the Mets sweep that double header. I don't, I wouldn't do this like every single time, but really there's a misconception that you get more splits than you do sweeps it's actually slightly more sweeps and really game two favorites that tend to do well so it's early but i'd lean san diego game two especially if they win this one but adam i got to get your take on uh the colorado rockies here washington is at colorado washington had a surprise win yesterday as a plus money dog but here colorado opens around minus 135 they've been steamed up to around minus 145 colorado's done very well at home nine and five at home this year they have a better hitting lineup and they also have a decent record here against lefties and corbin has just been god awful he got that big money deal he was good for a little bit. His ERA is like nine. I know it's early, but are you looking at Colorado at all today, Adam? Could they have some tenants of a worthwhile bet? Yeah, I am looking at Colorado today, and I'm actually laying a price on the Rockies today. They're minus 145 for the first five with a fate of Patrick Corbin being the primary reason here. Patrick Corbin, I think, is done. You know, you look at what he did in 2019, and he got himself a World Series ring. He got the Nationals a title. It's pretty much all you can ask for. But since then, he's been really, really bad. He's got terrible results on both his four-seam fastball and his sinker. His slider is his primary pitch, but definitely you know breaking balls, sliders, curveballs, stuff like that. 
they are they don't have the same effectiveness at Coors Field because of the way that they break. So I expect Corbin Slider to be flat. They hit the fastball well. Everybody hits the fastball well. Rockies lead the league in performance against lefties so far. That will regress a little bit. They're running like a 398 batting average on balls in play. There's no way that that continues. But I don't think Corbin is the kind of guy that really forces a lot of regression of those numbers today. So, you know, sometimes you got to lay a price mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. And I think that's one today where, you know, Austin Gomber pitched really well at home last year in a smaller sample. He's a guy that I, I kind of have high hopes for, but, you know, also too. I thought about taking the over, so we'll see if I end up on the over as well, but I did take the Rockies for the first five as primarily a fate of Patrick Corbin. Okay, how about San Francisco and the Dodgers here? I went with pitching instead of the lineup uh, yesterday, uh, relying on Rodon. They got to him a little bit, but they still couldn't score. Uh, But then you look at the lineup for the Dodgers uh, and who they're facing in this game. I mean, I I like the San Francisco Giants and what they've been able to do. They're plus 140, Uh, but again, I'm thinking about that Dodgers lineup here. Seven and a half is the total. Yeah, you know, look, I, I thought it was really interesting yesterday. Julio Urias for the Dodgers was pulled after 65 pitches mm-hmm. in six innings. We talk about managers not wanting guys to face the lineup for a third time. Dave Roberts aired on the side of caution. Bruce Star Greaterall was not great, but they were able to win that game 3-1. to one. I really like – I shouldn't say I really like, but I, I really respect what the Giants do in this head-to-head series because – they do not have anywhere near the same payroll. They don't have anywhere near the same rec- name recognition, anything like that. But they really fight and scrap in these games. And it has a playoff-like atmosphere to it. And so when I look at the Dodgers here today, I really wonder if they can have that same sort of effort back-to-back days. Because they're a team to me where I think they know where their place is. For them, it's World Series or bust. For the Giants, I feel like there's still that chip on their shoulder of trying to feel like they belong. I think at this plus-money price today – I lean that way, but also missing Mike Yastrzemski, Brandon Belt from the COVID list. They're missing two key offensive pieces. That's a big downfall for them because they don't have the depth that a team like the Dodgers has. So lean with the Giants here, but not a play that I'll be making. Okay. One last thing I want to mention Adam, real yeah. quick, actually. Sorry to cut you off, Josh. I know we, we had kind of talked a little bit about the futures market. Mm-hmm. So you look at BetMGM right now, the Mariners are 25 to 1. You look at FanDuel, their Mariners are 30 to 1. You get DraftKings, they're 40 to 1. Shop around. If yeah. you are investing in the futures market right now, shop around because there are a lot of price discrepancies out there. Adam, that's a great point as always, no matter what sport you're betting. So touche. Uh, I would just say real quick, we only got 30 seconds. You, Yankees, they won 11 in a row. They have a big steam move in their favor. Can they win again today, Adam? I probably. You say Kikuchi has <laughs> been really bad for Toronto and, and the Blue Jays aren't getting those key hits at key times. So it'd probably be Yankees or nothing for me, but not a game I'm playing. Yeah, Yankees are on a roll. I have a good friend uh, betting the run line with the Yankees. How That's so much of a roll they've been on. Adam, thanks a lot for your time today. Appreciate it. Appreciate you as well. We'll dive back into the association, Josh, after this break. That's next. America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. They also come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com slash find to locate a store near you, that's ZYN.com slash fine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by Jim. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So Josh, this in-game situation, uh, the Padres and Cleveland, it's four to three now. Uh, relievers getting eat up, eaten up right now, two bases loaded too. So all the great information from Adam Burke was outstanding and spot on as you see both managers one trying to get a pitcher a win perhaps the other one maybe managing game two while they're in game one yeah and I think these are the little things you got to look at if you're going to bet major league baseball pitch you know obviously to me you know the line itself is kind of the you know the great equalizer here so all the stats and all the things we talk about a lot of these are baked into the cake in terms of you know head-to-head matchups and the way the line is moving and where the respected money is coming in but I think to Adam's point, you know, third time through, there, there's a joke like a robot, third time through, third time through, you have to change your pitcher because mm-hmm. a lot of these games are played almost like from a from a spreadsheet or a computer. But I think there's truth to it. You know, as a batter, the more times it's almost like, you know, divi- 
divisional dogs in baseball or divisional dogs in NFL, Pritch, if you get more familiarity as a batter, you're going to, you know, theoretically have a better chance at getting a hit, you know, the more times you can see a pitcher. When it's, you know, your first time, maybe you get surprised. Maybe, he, you know, the, the pitcher kind of, you know, goats you into a bad swing there. That's something to keep an eye out for. So if it's third time through and maybe you, you start to see some offense, that could be a live line over. I think that was the best point Adam made today. Okay, let's get to the association because we got Philadelphia and Miami. Uh, I got to get your line um, information here, Josh, because this is fascinating. Open at nine. Uh, I'm seeing a seven and a half at one shop, uh, eights across the board everywhere else. But a seven and a half here, so opening line of nine, I thought that was too rich to begin with. I thought eight was as far as laying it, uh, even in a playoff situation with Miami and uh, the situation that they have and what's going on with Philly. But a seven and a half is popping up as well. So your thoughts on what you're seeing right now in the association with Philadelphia and Miami? So I would say right now, just in general, Pritch, it's tough to get a dog to cover a number. You got one yesterday, obviously, with the Grizzlies winning outright. So whether you took the money line or the points, you cashed that one, obviously. Uh, but really, you've seen these favorites cover a ton of numbers here so far. They're 58%. 32 and 23 against the spread. They've really done very, very well, but I'm with you to me. This is a, I have no faith in the 76ers. I don't like what I'm seeing out of them. I can't believe that in game one, when you know that Embiid isn't around James Harden scores 16 points. That's unacceptable. Harden really needs to get, you know, in this game from the start and lead this team. And again, I have really no faith in uh, the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. You know, you are in that game a little bit round until about halftime or third quarter. Then you get blown out when the depth of Miami really takes over. You lose 106 to 92. Don't even come close to covering the seven and a half. But with all that being said, Pritch, I got to take the Philadelphia 76ers here tonight. If you're a data-driven better, I think what you like about Philly, number one is the ultimate by low play. They've really struggled, obviously, through game one. You lose Embiid. You feel like the public, public just kind of says, hey, give me Miami all day. However, around two-thirds of bets on Miami tonight. But as you mentioned, Pritch, great astute point by you. Miami actually opened minus nine, minus eight and a half. The line is now down to eight, and some shops are juiced up like they may get down to seven and a half. So why is line going to the Sixers if the eye test tells you that really they're not, they can't keep up with Miami? Miami, you know, you know, is playing great, and Philly has this big injury. I'm going to put some faith into a market-based reverse line move. I'm going to go Philly plus eight here. I'm probably going to regret it, Pritch, but I got to make this play with this line uh, moving to Philly despite heavy betting here on Miami. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the book that's got the seven and a half up right now, I mean, other books might follow that particular book, uh, to be honest with you. So if you want the eight, uh, you can take the eight points here. Like, uh, yeah, being astute, maybe grabbing the nine points with the 76ers early on as opposed to, I was looking at laying it, but uh, if this – this situation is interesting to me because I think Philly's trying to play that perfect game out there without Embiid. I don't know if that's possible. But just looking at the playoffs in general and how physical it's been, I know Harden certainly has been getting called out lately. He's an old player, Josh. He really is. But this could be that once-in-a-blue-moon opportunity for him to have a great game, and they need it. If they get Maxi going off too, that could be difficult for Miami. It really could. And again, Harden had a lot of, a lot of miles, a lot on those legs here, Pritch, as you <laughs> mentioned, but um, to me, maybe you look, if you're, if you're wary of like, you know, what we saw in game one where the Sixers kind of hang tough and then, you know, the better team kind of shows itself yeah. toward the end. Maybe look at a first half play. I just dialed up the first half number. The 76ers are, are about a plus five plus four and a half dog to me. Maybe that's another way to look at it, right. Pritch. But to me, I just feel like, you know, the market has made a, a determination on this game, despite heavy betting heat, you know, the line is falling to the Sixers. So it tells you that there is some respected money going on Philly tonight. And again, James Harden, you really got to take over here. I don't care how many miles he got on those legs. With Embiid gone, you are the top dog here. I'd even, you know, Pritch, I'm not a big fan of, like, taking the most popular player and going over his point total. Mm -hmm. But 23 and a half after you score, what, 15, 16? Maybe that this is a game where Harden takes it upon himself to really get this team, you know, back in the series. Do I expect a win tonight? No, but that movement toward the Sixers is notable. And also say, Pritch, we opened with a very, very low total in this one. It was 206 and a half. It's up to 207 and a half. Unders have been unbelievable, as we you know have mentioned and tracked them all playoffs. They're 67%. But as these unders continue to cash, on the one hand, it's like, why don't I just wake up and just put in the under every single day? Right. But the other thing is, like, if they keep cashing, the odds makers are going to adjust these numbers down, 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 down. So the fact that maybe you're going to play an over here, uh, maybe you're buying low on kind of a shaded number. But again, Fritch, you think about an over, and then it's a 102-96 game. It's a lot of unders here in the playoffs. Maxi is uh, standing out to me right now. 21 and a half, uh, his points uh, prop right there. Uh, three and a half rebounds, three and a half assists. Uh, Tobias Harris, uh, 19 and a half points. Uh, our guy, P.J. Tucker, seven and a half points. But Maxi's the one 
uh, in neon light right now at 21 and a half, Josh. Yeah, Maxie's definitely someone to keep an eye out for. He scored, what, 19 in his first game. He was 6 of 6 from the line, 6 of 15 from the uh, from the field. Also, even on Tyler Hero, Pritch, this guy, you know, obviously oh. he wins a six man. He's had an incredible <laughs> year. But you look at, like, you know, there's got to be a metric here, and I, I don't have it on the tip of my tongue, but points versus, like, points per minute. Like, Hero only played 29 minutes last mm-hmm. game. He scores 25 points. Right. So, to me, this is a guy off the bench that can get you a ton of points real quick. I'd actually lean over 18 and a half for Hero. He's just got it cooking coming off the yeah, bench. Yeah, I don't think the 76ers have a matchup uh, in their favor for Hero. Uh, and, <laughs> I mean, any lineup, to be honest with you. Okay, Dallas, Phoenix, we almost got to cover uh, in game one. Uh, exact number here, I'm looking at um, – Sixes here, Josh, uh, against Mavs and the Suns. Uh, 216 in the total. I'm looking at see if there's any other changes, but no, uh, 216 as well. So what are you thinking about game two, Mavs and the Suns? So from a series price, Pritch, Suns are kind of pulling away. They're up right. 1-0. They're minus 500 now in the series price. Mavericks plus 375. Remember, Mavs got down 1-0 without Doncic against the Jazz, came back and won that series. But the Jazz aren't the Suns. This is a totally mm-hmm. different kind of animal here. Uh, I do think, you you know, Mavericks you know, maybe extend this series a little bit. I was looking at the Mavericks, but really the only thing I like about them, Pritch, is contrarian value. They're only getting 26% of bets here, so that kind of tells me that, hey, if you want to bet against the public in a 10 o'clock game where always those later games are your most heavily bet games with the most public support, then from a contrarian standpoint, Mavericks have a lot of value. We're starting to see some of these books maybe creep up to six and a half. Favorites obviously have done very well. Favorites with a line move have done very well. So I ended up laying off this spread here, Pritch, but I am going to make a play on the over. Now, I'm probably contradicting myself. We talk about how great these unders are doing, but you do have a pretty good low bets, higher dollar split to the over. You're starting to see the public really, really jump on this under bandwagon. What's notable to me is slight majority bets under, but this total did rise. It opened around 215. It's up to around 216 now at this point. You may even see some 216 and a halfs. We had a bunch of points scored in game one, uh, 235 to be exact. Phoenix is four and one to the over their last five playoff games. And you do have some over Fs here, Pritch. You don't have a Scott Foster alert. Scott Foster's got a day off here. I wonder what Scott Foster does on his day off, Pritch. That's really notable to me. But some over refs here. Brothers, Capers, Taylor, all 52 to 54%. I'll take the over here, and maybe uh, maybe Dodgers can get some help, Pritch. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, that would be nice, uh, especially for the Mavs. And I'm looking for that to happen, to be honest with you. Uh, again, I mentioned that game one, they almost covered that thing. Give them credit for fighting, even though Luka has been so ball dominant. Uh, it's tough to get into that flow, whereas you got the Suns on the other side, uh, high percentage uh, shooter uh, down low with Aiton. Uh, his, by the way, his player prop, 19 and a half points, 10 and a half rebounds. Uh, <laughs> and then you got the superstars on the perimeter, too, who can also create. Uh, I'm looking for the Mavs. I mean, the Mavs, they're going to bring that defensive effort. Uh, too much offense there for Phoenix, perhaps, but. Uh, can they get other contribution, though? Can Luka get other guys in, involved, more so than just creating looks for them, get them involved in a game to help them out? Yeah, and this is what you need. You can't be a one-man band here when it comes to the playoffs. You need support. You need your two, your three guy here. So I'm looking at Brunson tonight, also mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, Dinwiddie is a guy who, out of principle, if you're a little upset he missed that three, would have covered that number in game one for us, Pritch. His over-under uh, three-pointers is one and a half. Right. Some, some, they're juiced up under minus 125, so maybe odds makers are saying he'll go under that number. But I think if you're a proud NBA player and you missed that last three, I could see him getting out to a good start and hitting a couple threes. I doubt of, you know, just a little, what do we call it, Wendy's money? Pritch, whatever you want to call it, I'll go Spencer Dinwiddie over one and a half three pointers. Okay, you know what? That's not bad. Support a buff like that. You got to wear your jersey too, or the, oh, um, he's a the buff hoodie. Too. Yeah, Perfect. put yeah. on a hoodie. Put on a hoodie for the game. I got you a buff. I'll hoodie. get it for the next segment. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we get it. No, no, for the game a little bit later on, but uh, certainly looking at some player pops right there too on that matchup. Okay, best bets coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey everybody, take a fearless shot in the NBA playoffs with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA playoff game or create a parlay of multiple first basket score bets from different games. If your wager loses, you'll receive your original stake back and free bets up to $25. Now you can throw down that bold bet with confidence with first basket score insurance from BetMGM. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. It's a new customer offer. Uh, all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. It's actually for new and existing customers uh, right there to get in on that action. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, we go to hockey and I know your Market Insights podcast is full of great information in betting hockey. Uh, you've been betting hockey, too, and a lot of people are just going to start betting hockey because it's the playoffs. It's a different season. Uh, Lou Finnecaro talks about that all the time. The big boys are showing up. Uh, do you apply the zigzag theory at all, too, when it comes to hockey? I mean, these series, or, or are you just looking straight at the, the data that gives you a way to go? So I'll answer that kind of halfway, Pritch. Okay. Like, I do think there's some validity to it. Yeah. I also feel like, hey, each, you know, individual game line will kind of have that baked into the cake. So I'll give you a perfect example. Like, going in, in the regular season, I bet a lot of favorites all year. Now, as a contrarian, I've, it's like out-of-body experience. What am I doing laying all this chalk? But it was a great chalk year in the NHL. So really, I wanted to be kind of with uh, a system that was, you know, going to cash most of the year. And it was a good, great year for favorites. But when you get into the playoffs, I'm a little more open to betting some dogs, Pritch. Okay. And really, the data bears it out. If you look at, we've kind of hit on this, you know, over the last few shows. But dogs in the NHL playoffs, just look at the last five years. It's very simple. Last five years, dogs in the playoffs, they're 228 and 254, only 47%. But you have a return on investment of almost 10% with these plus money dogs barking because these dogs are not Buffalo Sabres or Arizona Coyotes regular season dogs. These are dogs that were good enough to make the playoffs. So with that being said, I'm going to look at some dogs tonight and kind of layer in what I would call kind of the desperation mm -hmm. type system. So it's desperation, but here's the caveat. You got to have postseason experience, Pritch. If you look back over the last 15 years or so, and this is called kind of the des desperate awful loss system, okay. you're, you're, you lose your last game. And you also made the playoffs the previous year. So you kind of know what it takes to, to bounce back and get your body and your mind right to come back after a disappointing loss. That desperation off a spot off a loss system, it's 47%, uh, but you are sorry, it's 53%. But you also have a, a return on investment almost of 15%. So you do have some matches here tonight, a couple that I'll be sweating Boston Bruins, Pritch. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're my team, but it's a desperation playoff experience off a loss system. The line really hasn't moved at all. Uh, it's pretty much uh, Bruins around plus 105, plus 110, pretty much has stayed right there. The other match would be the Tampa Bay Lightning, another really, really proud team who's, you know, won the cup two times in a row. They lose 
lose their first game and really get rolled by the Maple Leafs. That line has actually gone further to the Leafs, so I wouldn't call the Lightning sharp tonight, but they're a system match. And by the way, those who kind of remember the system, Lightning awful loss in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Over the last, I would say, like three or four years, I think it's like 17-1, 17-2. This team has done great following a loss, so I'll play Tampa Bay here as well. The other one is Minnesota, a playoff uh, desperation, awful loss experience play. You've seen actually movement toward the uh, Minnesota Wild tonight. They open minus 120. They're up to minus 135. Pritch, you'd also match with Edmonton, but that line's just too high for me. Edmonton's like minus 200 tonight. So desperation off a loss with experience. I'm going to play the Bruins, Tampa Bay, and the Wild tonight. Hopefully get two of those. Okay, because we got different prices out here. Edmonton's minus 185. Um, Minnesota, like you mentioned, minus 135. Uh, And then I think Boston's even out here. Um, Five and a half is the total in that one. So almost a zigzag, but... An out-of-body experience. I liked how you how you went with that when you terms talks about uh, the chalk situation that you were going through right there. But uh, no, I, I I don't invest in uh, zigzag theory this way. Uh, I think hockey is so different. Uh, it is just completely different when you get to the playoffs. Uh, in in particular, when it comes to goalies getting hot too, right? Um, but matchups and playoff experience. I, I like your uh, angle right there with some of these ducks. I appreciate it, Pritch. And yeah, to me, it's all always based on, you know, the results, the mm-hmm. scoreboard, you know, tell me what is cash in the past. It's no guarantee it's going to cash in the future. But I think with hockey, it's also that, you know, like look at teams that are like, for example, uh, the Minnesota um, wild tonight, right? They, they lose their first game. They're at home. If you lose tonight and you go down Oh two, and then you got to go to St. Louis, that's pretty much a death sentence there for that team. So yes, teams have come back from Oh two, but typically it's, you lose two on the road, you go home, win a couple. Now you're tied up. It's these desperation with experience systems on a Minnesota team who loses game one at home. I think you're going to get the best effort out of them. And flurry is starting in net with tonight with a lot of playoff experience. So again, I take each game individually, but I think right now, don't be afraid to bet some dogs and don't be afraid to bet some of these experienced playoff teams who are bouncing back or trying to bounce back after a loss. Okay. How about some series prices though? Like, I mean, uh, it's game one going into game two certain, situations here being hurricanes and Bruins the hurricanes minus 200 uh, Bruins plus 170 that's a that's a series you you certainly have your heart in as well <laughs> my heart is in it and I would <laughs> say one thing that I do like here is our buddy Andy McNeil our, right. our resident expert at VEASAN he wrote a great uh, wrote right up here in the newsletter this morning about the Bruins with having value tonight on the price but also on the series price so mm-hmm. plus 170 that could be worth a look again lightning plus 175 You'll see a lot of, you know, adjustments, obviously, after game one, Pritch. But I'm looking for big overreactions. I'm feeling like, hey, what if this team just, again, you lose the first, but it's a seven-game series. Where's the value on teams to kind of come back? So, to me, even the Oilers, minus 115, they were like a big, I think they are like minus 200 or more favorite over the Kings. You lose game one. You're a little worried about Mike Smith and that. He's been a little bit shaky here. But to me, buying low on the Oilers at minus 115 could be worth a look. And then another one like the Avs, minus 1,600. They're going to win that series. Predators have a ton of issues in goal, but that's just too high of a number, Pritch. I'd look at the Avs maybe in a sweep. Yeah, you know, the Avs uh, maybe start to look at them too differently. I mean, uh, they have the talent, uh, the goalie, uh, everything. Uh, it was just a mindset. Is that Were they going to bring that? I think they sent a message for sure. Uh, they wanted to. I, I think uh, that was what I read through the tea leaves out there with the Colorado Avalanche uh, and the NHL. Okay, Major League Baseball, uh, Josh, situation uh, they're using a lot of arms in game one, Cleveland and San Diego. Uh, we highlighted that a little bit with Adam Burke and then also looking forward to game two uh, in terms of that matchup and, and whether or not those prices were going to move. Uh, just trying to look up that price right now. Uh, are, you in, are you involved in game two? Are you looking at game two, San Diego, Cleveland a little bit later? Right now I'm looking at uh, San Diego minus 139, sevens in total. I would look at San Diego in game two, especially if they hang on in game one, because I kind of like to play a lot of these. You know, you win the first one, bet the team to sweep, especially if they're a favorite. You saw it yesterday with the Mets. Uh, again, it's not going to win every time, but kind of the theory is, hey, if you're coming off a win, uh, maybe you the other team has, you know, exhausted their bullpen, or maybe the other team is going to rest some guys. So those game two favorites tend to do very well. And if you're getting Mackenzie Gore, who's one of the top young prospects in the game at kind of a, you know, sub 140 price, to me, that's a worthwhile play. If you look at Cleveland, they're only four and five against lefties. They're playing a lefty tonight, obviously in game two, San Diego, nine and five against righties. And they're going up against Cal Quantrill. So I would lean on San Diego again in game two, but a couple that really caught my eye tonight, Pritch, 
you know, I'm a Red Sox fan, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep riding the New York Yankees here. They are opening as a like a kind of short minus 120 uh, favorite on the road at Toronto. And they're not like a road division dog with a reverse line move like yesterday where they came through. But kind of the market is telling you, you know, you're really not outsmarting yourselves with a lot of wise guys. They're riding their Yankees, it looks like, as well. They right. open, again, like minus 110, minus 115. They're up all the way to minus 140 at this point. Uh, and the Yankees are 17 and 6 as a favorite. Toronto's only 3 and 5 as a dog. Big run differential differentiation, plus 50 Yankees, minus eight for Toronto. I'd look at the Yankees once again. They're also a good team against lefties, six and one against lefties. So I'll rock the Yankees. And I also like Boston tonight, Pritch. Uh, Red Sox with Whitlock on the bump. He's really their best pitcher. He's got he's mm-hmm. got an electric arm. You should watch this guy start if you get a chance, Pritch. Tell, tell everybody at the South Point, put the Sox game on those big screen TVs. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll, uh, have the, we'll have it. We'll have it. We'll have. I love it. But uh, Red Sox open minus 120. They're up to minus 130. Yep. It's a non-division home favorite. One of my favorite system match system matches. Those teams are 62% on the year. Uh, and Boston's 4-1 and one, four and one against lefties. So I'll take the Sox here, and I'll go Yankees as well. Okay, what about the weather? Because you're out there. I mean, uh, there's some indications there could be weather involved. I know you were actually interested in maybe that total uh, is 8.5. Yeah, and I worry some regression too, Pritch. Like, unders continue to kill it in, in Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. just like unders in the NBA. But are these prices getting adjusted so much that we're betting into bad numbers at this point? So I'll still lean under here. I can tell you I'm about 20 minutes away from Fenway Park. It's rainy. It's kind of gross. It's windy. It's a little bit colder, Pritch. Wind is blowing in. I've seen this total fall nine down to eight and a half. Some books are down to eight. I think if you're at the eight, it might not be a bet anymore to me on the under right. uh, because if you, want, if you land on eight, you want to cash that bet. If, if, a, if a total moves a full run up or down and you can't catch it at a better number, to me, it's a layoff play. But you can still find a hook on an eight and a half. I'll lean under with kind of a bad weather day today at Fenway Park. All right. You didn't have any props for me today. Oh, with Boston going, Boston going. I mean, the Red Sox and the Bruins. No props for you today, though. No props, but I did have a Bruins rally towel. And then Meadow, when I was looking during a break, she grabbed it. She's starting to chew on it, Prince. Okay. So I got to get it out of your mouth before before the game tonight. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good luck on your plays. I'm eyeing the finish of San Diego uh, and Cleveland getting ready for that game two situation. Uh, eyeing the bullpens for both of those uh, teams right there. Uh, great job. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Good luck tonight, Prince. Good luck to you as well, Josh Applebaum. Coming up next, The Edge right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.